T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey guys, it's Ross Tucker from Home and Home. Thanks for listening to our podcast. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Julia Rose, she is our guest now. She joins us from ShagMag. She has had quite a week. And Julia, good to have you on the program. You are world famous now. Your name, not so much. Your face, not so much, but the rest of you quite famous at this juncture. And Garrett Cole, the Astros pitcher who you flashed in game five, has now blocked you on Twitter. What is your message to the Astros pitcher? My message to the Astros pitcher is, what the fuck? <laughs> Why would he block me? I literally did not find out till last night. I went to like just tag him in something, and it was literally like his name wasn't popping up. And I was like, there's no way. And yeah, there's a way. He blocked me. So, Julie, I want to take a step back. Before we even get into the other night, I think everybody saw the other night. Uh, very impressive, by the way. Uh, I'm not a huge baseball guy. Uh, I actually recommend they do that every game. I think it makes it a lot more entertaining. I would watch a lot more baseball if you or the Shag Mag girls were behind the pitcher, uh, behind home plate all the time. But what's your background like? Where are you from? How'd you get into modeling and everything that you're doing now? So I'm actually from Texas. I'm from a really, really conservative small town in Texas. All my family's really conservative. Um, haven't really gotten a lot of support from that end, but um, it's been, it's, I moved out to LA about five years ago and social media was starting to become a thing when I moved out and I found a love for pushing boundaries on social media with my content and you know, people either really love it or they really hate it. We really love it. Julia Rose with us from <laughs> Shag Mag. I, too, would watch a lot more baseball games if you and your friends were there behind home plate. You mentioned being from a conservative family in Texas. What was their reaction when they heard or saw the news? Well, my mother was more on the supportive side, I think, because she understood my motive behind it. Uh, my mom herself has, you know, had her struggles with breast cancer. And so it was a like a real motive behind it. And I think my mom more understood what I was trying to do. Did she, was she like worried about the aftermath and the, like what would happen? Of course she was like, you know, just keep me posted. If you get arrested, I just need to know. Um, my dad on the other hand, uh, not a huge supporter. Oh, <laughs> Julia, I have, I have two little girls. They're seven and six. And uh, man, I don't, I don't know how I would feel about that. So I understand. But hearing you say my dad not a huge supporter, I can't imagine ever not being a huge supporter of my girls, no matter what they did. So, gosh, now now the whole rest of the day, I'm going to think about how I would have responded <laughs> to that, how I would have reacted to that. It's very, very interesting. Um, so take me, take me to exactly like the plan, right? So 
Whose idea was this? How did you get the tickets? Like, get, walk me through the whole strategy here and how you pulled it off. Yeah, so um, it was my idea to do it. I knew I wanted to do it behind the World Series like over a year ago. Uh, I just didn't know, obviously, who the players or who the teams would be, where it would be, what inning or any other details other than I knew I wanted to do it at a baseball game in the World Series because you knew where the cameras would be. Um, came down to it. We couldn't buy tickets until obviously we found out who was in the World Series. We tried actually getting tickets to game two in Houston. We're unable to get them behind home plate. So we actually found tickets to game five. Um, two, we're actually, our first initial seats were behind home plate and we were planning on just doing it from our seats. But um, we bought the tickets and of course game five was a huge gamble if there was a sweep, but we like crossed our fingers, hoped for the best. Um, we actually got there, got in our seats and security already pulled us aside and basically told us they knew who I was and that shag mag was not supposed to be like could not be promoted behind home plate so we actually called um my fam like my mom obviously and called her and said um you know what can you see from the game and we had found out that they had shifted the cameras over just a little bit to where we were now off screen so last minute i was like okay we're just gonna have to book it i knew that the stairs were on the camera no matter what and i was like we're just gonna have to walk up and then head for the stairs and just try and just go, go for it and then get to the bottom. And if anyone tries to stop you, just go, go, go. So I understand you spent $80,000 on all in the trip, the tickets and everything. Did you get your money's worth? And are you disappointed that the ladies got full exposure, but your faces were not caught on camera? It was a huge bummer. Like, when we found out, so first we didn't even know if it aired. We didn't even know if it was like worth it. We got detained, we got brought down. And um, then the, honestly, the security guards or one of them was one of us that told us that it actually aired. And we're like, okay, so then we got to see it. And I was really bummed, one, because the shirts cut off and right at the shirts, we had breast cancer um, ribbons on the shirts and it cut off the shirts and then it cut off our face. And we were like, Honestly, going to sleep that night, we're like, I don't even know, you know, if this is going to turn into something. Is it going to work? Um, and then the mor next morning, literally woke up and it was like ABC, TMZ, everyone was calling, asking for interviews. And I was like, if at least like we can now get our faces in it and tell people why we wanted to do it and actually have a voice about it. And it's cool that all these interviews have happened just so I can speak about it. But no regrets. I think it was honestly really awesome. I didn't get like my money's back or like money worth back I guess you could say but I definitely got money to like donate to breast cancer redo like do what I came to do all right so Julia I want to know how they had that letter for you that you posted on Instagram or Twitter so fast like you did that like I felt like that was an hour after the game how would they already have a letter printed out and like sent to you how'd that work so we got hand we got handed the letter. It wasn't sent to us. We had, like I said, we were detained, literally brought down to like this basement area, um, held for about two and a half hours. And um, then they we came, they found out that we were going to be banned from that stadium for five years and then banned from MLB indefinitely. And I believe it was the GM either of the stadium. I have to look at the letter again, but it says um, he came down and he basically told us why we we're being banned, we knew we were being banned, and he handed us the letter. And the question was afterwards, real or fake? 
Julia? They are 100% organic. I've been asked this a lot in interviews. Oh, I, I meant the letter. I meant the letter. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, yeah. That was good. That was good, Dave. I I mean, that was really good. But that was that was that was an excellent answer to that question. The one thing I need to know now, Julia, is what's next? Because I know this has seemingly worked out pretty well for you. What are you hatching? Are you allowed to say? Or are you going to unveil something right here on Home and Home? Uh, you want me to unveil something? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I definitely have something planned. Sure. It's definitely another sporting event. I just can't give away too many details because I don't want you know, someone to try and stop me. Well, Super so, Bowl's in South Beach. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, there's even apparently betting odds on the next sporting event that I'm going to do that where you can go and bet what you think it is. Um, I'm going to give you, I, I probably want to do uh, the Super Bowl because I'm a huge football fan and I cannot imagine being banned from football stadiums. That would like break my heart. <laughs> who are your, who are your teams, Julia? Oh, I don't even want to say right now, but the Eagles, the Birds, I love Carson Wentz. They haven't been doing that good this season, but they, I'm, a, I'm a huge Birds fan. Nice, nice. Well, you can't tell because I've got this wig on, but I do the Eagles preseason games on TV. I live outside of Philadelphia, and even though I didn't play for them, I, uh, <laughs> I do the Eagles pregame. So I actually, believe it, I didn't even tell you this, Dave. My wife is getting mad that she never gets to go to football games so for the first time ever after i do the eagles pregame show on sunday i'm gonna sit in the stands with my wife for an nfl game i've never sat i've never watched an nfl game with her i was always playing her or broadcasting so i like that it's the eagles julia that's fantastic i think you should wear the wig next time i think you should no i hate it i hate it it's in my hair oh, i hate it i can't take it anymore now, if you're I not aware, Julia, I'm taking. I'm, we're, we're all taking it all off on the show today, Julia. We're taking it all off. Um, yeah. No, yeah, I that's saw a quote though, Julia. Did you have a quote where you said um, there's a double standard, and that men at sporting events are allowed to have their shirts off, but women are not? Because that, this is a movement I could a thousand percent get behind. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it was one of the girls said it. Um, we've all felt the same way that I mean, even I think last night, a guy got up, ripped his entire shirt off and did like a body slide across something. And everyone was like, Okay, is he gonna get banned for it? Because can you imagine we just stood there and barely flashed? Imagine if we got up, ripped our shirts off and like body slid, that would have been way more fun. But we got banned. And I, I, I mean, there's definitely just looking at that instance of something that happened. Definitely a double standard, but I mean, what you gonna do about it, you know? Julia, and that dude was like 350 pounds. Nobody wanted to see that dude with his shirt off. I'm fairly confident a few of us wanted to see you with your shirt off. And by the way, that pump fake was just terribly torturous for, for all the guys <laughs> watching, including us as well, not cool. So a couple of uh, questions from our viewers and listeners. One is, who has slid into your DMs on Instagram? And by the way, it's it's underscore Julia Rose on Instagram. Who slid into your DMs? What's been the best part of all this fame? And we have a friend who is a huge fan of yours going back to the show 
Are you the one who wants to know if Gio was completely ass crazy? Oh my gosh, that's throwing it way back. Um, DMs, I've had, I don't want to like air them all out because you never know who wants to be told. I think the coolest DM I've gotten <laughs> is Snoop Dogg. That's been, I think, one of the coolest ones. Um, you know, there's been a couple from baseball players being like, I can try and sneak into another game. And I mean, it's been really awesome. I've gotten a lot of love throughout my DMs of the most random people you could think of saying like mad respect. And it's been, I, I didn't expect a lot of people to show love like this, but it's been really awesome. Um, when it comes to Geo, yes, he was really crazy. <laughs> that was so long ago, but I still remember how crazy he was. <laughs> what did Snoop Dogg say? Just flames, like said fire. It was just, it was just cool. Like, you know, you just grow up and you listen to music and you listen to these people. And then all of a sudden you do something like this and they give you respect for it, I guess. It's really awesome. <laughs> um, so Julia, tell, like, tell everybody about Shag Mag and what you're doing now. And I guess, um, you know, there are people that are skeptical about how much of it was about breast cancer and how much of it was about you know your business ventures so tell me about your business venture and then explain exactly the the balance between those two with this uh stunt or act or whatever you call it yeah so shag mag is a digital magazine that i started about eight months ago there's one of the covers behind me if you can see um myself flipping the camera off. <laughs> um so we started about eight months ago we like to call it the millennial playboy it features um new models each month it's definitely a pro free the nipple magazine i was tired of you know instagram not allowing us to post what we wanted so i decided to make my own kind of platform for these women that wanted to shoot sexy content and we feature sex articles sports articles dating articles um it's been a crazy ride and a lot of people have said, you know, how much of a part was promoting Shag Mag, but how much, like you said, was actually, you know, to promote breast cancer awareness. And I think honestly, it goes hand in hand. It's um, definitely, you know, there is a business to run and we wanted to promote the business, but the more the business was promoted, the more money and subscribers we got and the more money we got, the more we're able to help breast cancer um, patients that aren't able to pay off their medical bills. When it comes to how much money from, you know, what we've received is going towards it, I don't, I can't give you like an exact percentage because our literal goal was let's just get as much and literally have a hands-on effect where we find women who can't pay off medical bills when it comes to breast cancer and reach out and pay for them ourselves. And we have like, we're getting a hold of people trying to handle it all, but it's, it's not like an exact number. I never wanted to say, oh, this is my limit. This is as much as I wanted to spend. Honestly, if this is an ongoing thing where I do this each month and donate a chunk each month, I'd rather do that than like give myself, you know, a cutoff number and saying I'm only donating a certain amount of money. Did you say there are sports articles on Shag Mag and have subscriptions, memberships skyrocketed since this all started? Um, we've gained about, I'd say a little bit over a thousand subscriptions. It's been really, really awesome. Um, yes. And there are plenty of sports articles, predictions. Um, we like to do a lot of predictions in the magazine. Our um, World Series prediction is not correct, but we got free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Julia, I, I have a couple ideas for you as it relates to football. I know you don't want to get banned from football or whatever. How do they even know who you are? Can't you like escape before they get you? Like, Get a bunch of guys to like help you get an escape plan. But pretty much any stadium after a extra point, 
you know, you can be behind the field goal post. But in particular, I've noticed in New Orleans, they always have the camera from behind the field goal post after it goes through at a Saints game. And there's like a group of people that <laughs> after the ball goes through, they all turn around and look up and smile and go like this. Like they know exactly which camera it is after it goes through the extra point. So go to a Saints game, get with those people. They know where the camera is. And TV is used to showing them because they show it, go through those people all turn around and go, hey. And you can be one of those people and you can, you know, do what you do. Are you going to do it with me? I would do, if I was at a game, I would absolutely do it with you. I'm, I'm looking at me. I'm showing all my tattoos right now. <laughs> I'll do it if you, if you do it. You know, the most impressive thing of all is you did it at game five with Secret Service in the house. You, did you know that at the time? We actually found out that morning, and it was really funny because we were literally like, um, we were, I mean, we weren't worried. We we're like, uh, we didn't know. The more thing that one of the girls was like, I wonder if the president's going to see our tits. And that was like, we were all like laughing about that the entire time. But we didn't, you know, Secret Service, I don't think, I feel like a pair of boobs is like the least of their worries. Yeah, they have to deal with the boob every day of the year. Sorry. You're on a roll, dude. You're on a roll. This is your best segment ever. <laughs> Julia, it's, it's, I think you ought to be a weekly contributor here. All right? You, I know you got a job. Yeah, yeah, you know, just <laughs> running the magazine, no big deal. But I, I'm down. I think I should be an addition. I think for sure. Well, we love having you. Julia Rose, it's underscore uh, Julia on Instagram. It's shagmag.com. Real hey, pleasure having you. Yeah, everybody going to flash at the same time before we go? No, no, no. I want to say one ahead. thing, Julia. Um, <laughs> I look at things with a, a, a much different perspective now, having two girls. And I just want you to know, even though you said what you did about your dad, you are very, you are a very impressive young woman, and especially what you've built, the social media following and the business, and hearing you talk, it's very impressive. It's a lot more than just you showing your boobs. You put a lot of thought and effort into it, and honestly, I think he should be very proud and and respect for what you've become as a businesswoman. Okay, hold on one more time. Call dad. Make you say that one more time on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we will send you that clip. Are you literally calling him? No, 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 no. He wouldn't answer. <laughs> He's not talking to me. <laughs> we'll send you that clip, Julia, so you can send that to your dad, former NFL offensive lineman, hugely successful media presence. Ross Tucker said this. We'll just send you that clip for your dad. It's been a pleasure having you. We eagerly await your next project. If you want to tip us off, we're all in on the promotion. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Ross. That literally meant like meant a lot to me. Thank you guys. Now is the time in the show where I tell you about my good buddy, Dylan Miskowitz. And more importantly, I tell you about ZipRecruiter and his wonderful experience with ZipRecruiter. Cafe El Toro COO Dylan Miskowitz experienced how challenging hiring can be after unsuccessfully searching for a director of coffee for his organic coffee company. But then he switched to ZipRecruiter and saw an immediate difference. 
And you can too by signing up for free at ZipRecruiter.com enter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. And its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates faster. In fact, after posting his job to ZipRecruiter, Dylan said he was amazed by how quickly great candidates were applying and found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ziprecruiter.com enter. That's ziprecruiter.com E-N-T-E-R. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey guys, it's Ross Tucker from Home and Home. Thanks for listening to our podcast. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com enter. That's ZipRecruiter.com enter. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. If you are watching us on the radio.com app, you are seeing a bottle of the highly coveted Samuel Adams Utopia's beer. If you can get your hands on it, it's 200 bucks. If you can't, you're going to have to pay what I'm seeing north of 800 on the internet at the moment. 28% alcohol illegal in 15 states. We'll get into it on a football and beer Friday here on Home and Home, a radio.com sports original. We're brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Check out ZipRecruiter.com slash enter the smartest way to hire. I'm Dave Briggs, home in Connecticut. Ross Tucker on the road down there in New Orleans getting ready for a big college football broadcast, UCF and Tulane tomorrow. Let's do this. Let's get after the beers at 10.02 Eastern Time with Jim Cook. He is the founder of Samuel Adams Brewery. Good friend of mine, Jim. Good to see you, Dave Briggs and Ross Tucker. Is it too early to drink beer, Jim, at 10.02 Eastern Time? Cheers. Well, let me let me figure it out. <laughs> no, it's not. It's okay. Well, now I'm really feeling left out because I'm the only one that doesn't have a beer because I got to go talk to college football coaches for a production meeting. 
Jim, I got to tell you, when I was playing for the Patriots, my wife and I did the brewery tour up there. Uh, absolutely loved it. And in fact, I couldn't believe that the bald guy with the big beard that's in the commercials, he was actually there. Like, he's not an actor. Like, he's a real dude in the brewery, like, actually making the beer. Of course he's a real dude. It's Bobby. He's been with us 20 years. He does make the beer. There is truth in advertising every once in a while. All right, so here's my question for you, Jim, to start things off. The, and the brewery tour was amazing. I had no idea until I looked you up that you got your BA, your Bachelor's of Arts, your JD, and your MBA all from Harvard. So two th that was not what I was expecting from the Sam Adams founder. So two things. One is, do you really just like school that much? And number two, does it still hurt you every day when you go to bed that you were not ex able to get into Princeton University, the number one school in the country? Well, I actually did. <laughs> Harvard instead. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Jim, if you could tell people how you wound up as the founder of Sam Adams. It wasn't a direct line out of Harvard. No, it wasn't exactly a normal career path uh, out of Harvard. Um, but I, yeah, it, it's pretty simple. Uh, I'm the sixth oldest son in a row to be a brewer. So my dad was a brewmaster, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, all the way back to the 1840s. So beer has always been in my blood, usually about a 0.05, a 0.06. So I'm, I'm legal, <laughs> but I, I try to, you know, keep my BAC uh, a little bit elevated. And I've always loved beer. You know, I, I got out of Harvard. I worked as an outward bound instructor for three and a half years. And then I got my uh, JD and my MBA, uh, and then I had a, a, a consulting job. Uh, I did that for like six years and I was done. I just didn't want to do it anymore. I walked in the next day, I gave my notice. Then I tried to figure out what I wanted to do. And this was, you know, back in 1983, 84, when there was really no craft breweries. In fact, the name hadn't been invented. There were, you know, a handful, half a dozen lunatics trying to make a living making beer on a small scale uh, and, I decided to give it a shot. I'd been a home brewer. I started in my kitchen. We were the smallest brewery in America when we started. It was two people, and the rest is history. You know, Jim, it, it's funny because I love beer. Um, I love Sam Adams. I love all kinds of IPAs. I think the older I get, I'm more into double IPAs. But it's interesting I feel like, do you feel like on some level, all the different breweries that are popping up everywhere, all the different microbrews, do you feel like, Jim, that you're like the, the father of that movement? Because to me, you were like the first one I knew of that kind of started making a higher quality, different, better tasting beer, and you did it on your own. Do you feel like you're the, you're the father of this beer explosion? Sometimes I do. And, and to me, it's just great because when I started, we were one of, you know, you could, one of a handful of, you know, people trying to make great beer here in the United States. I named my beer after Sam Adams because he was a revolutionary and I wanted to help create a beer revolution and bring great beer 
to the US. So today there's like 8,000 of us, 8,000 small independent brewers. Yeah, and today the best beers in the world aren't made in Germany. They're not made in Belgium. They're not made in Australia or anywhere else. They are made right here in the United States. Today, American brewers are the best brewers in the world. And that's like super cool to me. Absolutely. Talking to Jim Cook, the founder of Samuel Adams, and it's now a $26 billion industry, but are you as big as you are now still a craft brewer? Yeah, we're still uh, a craft brewer. Um, we, I mean, Sam Adams has made this big impression on people. Um, you know, Sam Adams has about 1% of the U.S. beer market, not even. So, you know, we, we're probably, uh, it's like, I don't know, it, we're like the tallest pygmy, um, you know, which that doesn't mean we're ready for the NBA, but we're bigger than all the other pygmies. So I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> So we all know about Boston Lager, uh, uh, Jim. And by the way, I, I grew up like 20 minutes from Yingling. So I actually, I've done the tour in the caves there. I'm a big brewery tour guy. My wife and I are. Uh, it's we a great tour. Yingling's a great beer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we, uh, we take a lot of pride in it from uh, that area of Pennsylvania. Now, uh, it's funny now, Jim, you'll appreciate so you're this. You're a coal cracker. Now, that's right. That's right. That's right. Now I live down All right. closer to Hershey and Harrisburg. So I, I like Trogues. Like they got a double IPA, Nimble Giant. I really like. How do you balance sort of um, mass producing Boston lager for all the people that love it versus trying new beers, trying some IPAs, double IPAs, things like that? Because I'm sure that there's a, a yin and a yang from the business perspective as well. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Boston Lager is still my favorite beer. I've been drinking it pretty much every day of my life for 35 years, and uh, I still look forward to the next sip. So there's, you know, we have lots of passion for, you know, the beers that we make. And in a normal year, we'll probably brew maybe 150 different beers, trials, testing stuff, some of them crazy, I mean, and probably the lunatic fringe of, of brewing is Sam Adams' Utopias. That's like the Star Trek of beer. It takes beer where no beer has gone before. And here it is. I have the bottle here. Thank you for sending it to me. It is, uh, from what I understand, a $200 bottle, but I'm seeing bottles on the internet go for as high as to uh, $800, um, it is 28% alcohol, which makes it illegal in 15 states. I'm going to try my first sip here. And uh, as I do, tell us about this beer. What oh, makes man, it you got like so $40 covered? worth of it in that glass. Uh, is that too much? Yeah. Well, yes, you have to approach Sam Adams' Utopias differently, like a cognac. Um, one ounce is a pretty good serving. Because it'll, oh. right, it gets in your mouth. You're like, oh, wow. Wow cool. is right. Tell yeah, me about it. it. There is no beer like that. It, the flavor profile you're going to find somewhere between like a vintage port and an old sherry and a fine cognac. Nobody ever 
identifies it as beer. And what I was trying to do with Utopias uh, is push out the boundaries of beer. Uh, it's like, you know, Ross, it's like if you could throw a football 300 yards, wouldn't that be cool? Well, you know, Sam Adams Utopias is like hucking a football 300 yards. Um, it never been done before. Uh, it's the strongest naturally fermented beer ever made. Um, and it just takes beer into uh, the realm of the very finest, you know, wine and spirits. And I thought that would be a cool thing to do. Yeah, so Jim, you gotta explain to me like, what kind of beer is it? I, I've had double IPAs, I had triple IPAs recently. They're still like 10, 11, 12%. I love yeah, them. Those you know, are children. Yeah, that? this <laughs> those are beginners beers. Utopias is, you know, what you've been practicing for. Um, it it is unlike any other beer ever made. And I uh, for me as a brewer, it's just fun to do it. Uh, it took us, oh gosh, like mm, seven years to develop it. And we've been making it, uh, I think this is about the 11th release of it, but it doesn't have a, I can't tell you what kind of beer, I guess the, the word that other brewers will use is extreme beer. This is outside the boundaries of conventional brewing to to bring new flavors and tastes to beer drinkers. God, okay, so this is not like a uh, quadruple quintuple uh, IPA or something. It's not. There's not even like it doesn't even go into a typical beer category. Exactly. This is unique. There is literally nothing like Utopias brewed by any brewer in the world. Nobody's yet been able to even get close to this. Okay, I got a couple of questions about it. And, and one, what do you make of the fact that I'm seeing it right now go for more than $800 a bottle on the internet? And two, there are no bubbles in this, Jim. So can I just put the top back on or will it go flat? Will it go bad? No, at this level of alcohol, uh, the carbonation has long since fled the premises. Uh, it's been gone for years. Um, the... And, and I should explain how we make Utopias. We make uh, different batches and we will age them in uh, used spirit barrels. So like uh, whiskey, you know, bourbon barrels, scotch barrels, cognac barrels, uh, more exotic things like Madeira and Calvados, some sherry barrels, uh, some port barrels. And we make Utopias by blending all these different barrels, and some of them are 25 years old. So we actually, uh, you know, we have barrels of beer that are old enough to drink themselves. You probably never had 25 year old beer. Uh, that's what's going on in Utopias. And what do you make of so the Jim, fact my, that it's going question. for? Oh, sorry. Yeah, good question. I think that's super cool that. Um, you know, we're able to make a beer that people think is, is worth $800. And I can sort of validate that for them because um, over the years, we've bl done blind tastings of Utopias against uh, 
you know, $500 bottles of port and we win. We've done it against like uh, Louis Trez and Inez, which are $1,000 bottles of cognac and we win. So uh, to me, uh, it, it's obviously worth it. If, if uh, you know, sophisticated wine and spirits writers taste Utopias and compare it to a thousand dollar bottle of cognac and say the Utopias is better. Well, $800, that's a bargain. And, and you get a nickel back for the <laughs> bottle if you bring it back in Boston. <laughs> hey, Jim, here's my question. Before we started this segment and brought you on, you were asking Dave what kind of glass he had. Now I've got, like, I, I really like beer, but I'm not as particular about the glasses as my buddies are. But that was the first question you asked. So talk to me about which glasses matter and why it matters. Yeah, well, everybody knows that you're not gonna drink a really fine wine out of a juice glass or a pint glass, right? So the glass actually affects your taste experience. We know that with wine and obviously it's gonna be true with a really good beer as well. It's the same physiology of taste, the same physics of the glass. So for um, Utopias, you want basically something like a, uh, you know, a cognac glass not the big, you know, big bowl brandy snifter thing, but uh, a small glass that has an outturned lip that will present the beer to the front of your palate so that you get the proper taste experience. With Boston Lager, we designed this special glass that enhances the flavor. It's got the outward turned lip that puts the beer in the front of your palate. It's got this bowl that concentrates the aroma. We even take a laser and in the bottom, we etch in these little laser marks. They're, they're nucleation sites where bubbles form and you get a stream of bubbles going through the beer, collecting aromas, getting to the surface, popping and releasing all those aromas. So uh, a proper glass actually does make a difference. Talking to Jim Cook, the founder of Samuel Adams. So what's your word for all these people drinking all that spiked seltzer today? You know, uh, if you like it, it's good. Um, to me, and we do make a spiked seltzer called Truly. It was actually, we in, we were the first spiked seltzer uh, with Truly Hard Seltzer. Um, to me, again, it's an opportunity to be innovative, to creative, to push the envelope, to do cool things uh, that haven't been done before. And to me, you know, a, a truly hard seltzer, I'd much rather have that than like, you know, a vodka soda. Um, so, you know, those times when you want something that tastes great, really flavorful, but also refreshing, and you don't want a lot of calories, you don't want to get filled up, hard seltzers, you know, it's a pretty good choice, but All Boston right. is my favorite. Boston Lager is your favorite. You can have a favorite kid. You can have a favorite beer. We have Bloody Mary Friday every every Friday on this program, but I am game for replacing it with, with Sam Adams Friday. You know, we could use a sponsor here, uh, Jim. So yes. If you're, so, you know, if we you're can send you some beer. We're in. We're in. Samuel you got Adams Friday, done. Quality drinkers. 
<laughs> we appreciate the time, Jim Cook. Everybody check out Utopias. Hopefully you don't have to pay $800 for it. 28% alcohol, illegal in 15 states. And I got to say, it's delicious. Jim, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. Cheers. Mm. That was awesome. Ross, you got to get a bottle. We're going to have to get you one. I, I might have to try it. Yeah, I mean... That's a little, $200 is a lot for me. I better get, uh, I feel like, I feel like for $200, that better be three or four nights in a row where it puts me to sleep. <laughs> uh, and, and it probably will. It looks, it looks delicious. I'm going to try it. Cody Decker here from Swings and Misses, the Radio.com Sports Original, here to talk to you about 4HIMS.com. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. I'm 32 years old, and I've been taking HIMS for about three and a half months, and I'm getting incredible results. My hairline's coming back thicker and fuller than it has in years. Even Frosty has grown his hair back this winter. 4HIMS.com. There are no snake oil pills or gas station over-the-counter supplements. They're prescription solutions backed by science. No more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. 4 Hims connects you with real doctors online, which could save you hours. It's completely confidential and discreet. You answer a few quick questions, the doctor will review, and they'll determine whether or not Hims is right for you. This holiday season, let it grow, let it grow, let it grow with Hims. Try Hims today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to forhims.com slash swings. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash swing. Prescription products are subject to doctor's approval and require online consultation with a physician who will determine if the prescription is appropriate. See website for full details and safety information this could cost you hundreds you went to a doctor or pharmacy in person member for hymns.com slash swings as you all know hiring can be a challenge but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple fast and smart cafe el toro coo dylan miskowitz experienced how challenging hiring can be after unsuccessfully searching for a director of coffee for his organic coffee company but then he switched to ZipRecruiter and saw an immediate difference. And you can too by signing up for free at ZipRecruiter.com enter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. And its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates faster. In fact, after posting his job to ZipRecruiter, Dylan said he was amazed by how quickly great candidates were applying and found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com enter. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash e-n-t-e-r zip recruiter the smartest way to hire hey guys it's ross tucker from home and home thanks for listening to our podcast this episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
Absolutely. <laughs> There's the man in the shark suit who got this all started for us. Good to see you, my friend. It's Dave Briggs. It's Ross Tucker. We appreciate you wearing that shark suit here on Home and Home on a Friday. If you could give us a little background about how this all got started. Sure, absolutely. Well, uh, been a longtime Nationals fan, and uh, very luckily, my uh, company has a lot of season ticket holders that can't go to games, so I get to go quite a lot. And probably around September, I was looking around and going, you know what, this is absolutely just taking the stadium by storm. I mean, they're doing, you know, the Baby Shark Every Time Par comes up, and it's just uh, so funny. So I was like, you know what, let's see what we got. I uh, was a big fan of Left Shark when uh, that happened, so this is a technically a left shark costume um but i looked it up on amazon and couldn't get it in time went directly to the reseller uh tv store uh online.com if you want the shark costume had them overnight and wore it to the wild card game uh they won that game which was fantastic and uh it's been a good luck charm got to go to game four against st louis and that's kind of when it really started to spiral um into this uh, kind of weird viral <laughs> phenomenon but it's not about me. I didn't wear it for notoriety. I wore it because these guys are playing possessed. I mean, the culture that Para has brought has been so fun to watch. And it's kind of funny with these uh, this quirky sports uh, kind of animal <laughs> blends. Um, I grew up a Red Wings fan. So uh, who threw the first octopus, right? And here I am wearing a shark suit uh, Friday on the uh, eve of the first World Series game. So pretty fun. I mean, just kind of. Just kind of interesting how it's all come together. All right. So I got to know this. How uncomfortable is that? And would you actually <laughs> wear that when it's hot as balls in July and August? So the night of the wild card game, it was 89 degrees. And I think I lost five pounds. I mean, it was it was a little toasty. Um, the and uh, game four NLCS was a little bit better and then the watch party. So uh, it's definitely an October wear. Um, this is not a midsummer wear at all. <laughs> Matt, you, can, every, you know you got to wear that every game you ever go to from now on, right? Like this is not even debatable. I, the Nationals have to pay you to get you to go to every game and you need to wear that suit. Like you're basically their mascot now, bro. I hope you know that. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm just a guy, you know, I'm just a guy who's a fan who wears shark suit. There's actually a lot of shark suits at the watch party uh, last night. I don't want this to be exclusive. I think it'd be hilarious if we had 40,000 people in shark suits. Um, it's just about the team, really. I mean, at the end of the day, um, if something that I do is encouraging those guys and showing them that um, it's all about them and what they're doing. I mean, uh, I, I have the pleasure of working in the real estate industry, and I have some people who used to be in farm teams or used to play, um, you know, semi-pro or even professional sports. And, you know, you just ask them because, I mean, I, I played and, I, you know, I know what I can do to hit a ball and it's not as good as somebody else. But these guys, they, they work so hard for so long to get the opportunity to go play. Um, so supporting them and just seeing their heroic effort, it's just fun, you know? So it's really not about me. Uh, there's a lot more Nats fans that are way di more diehard than I am. Um, I just thought it'd be funny to wear a suit. So I think everybody else did too. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you wave those fins, it just makes me happy on a Friday. Yeah. Matt Kucinich yeah. is with us. He's a big Nats fan. He's going to wear that shark suit. I don't know if I missed it, but did you get tickets to tonight's Game 3, the first since 1933 in the nation's capital? 
so this has been very humbling, um, but a coworker started a GoFundMe, um, uh, and it's been shared of all, around a lot of places. Um, I, I've got two girls at home. Um, you know, I, I have a great living, but you know, I can either spend two thousand dollars on taking our family on a trip, or go to a Nats game. So for us, it just wasn't in the budget. But um, you know, our coworkers got together, blasted it out. We'll see. Um, right now, it's. Um, I, you know, I don't even know how much is on it right now, but uh, they, they have been very, very generous. And uh, it's been amazing to see uh, just my different coworkers or the realtors or lenders that I work with, um, even clients. Um, it's been fun. Uh, today, I'm actually going to be doing settlements um, in the suit. <laughs> so uh, if you go to my I have a little Instagram. Um, it's at Nat Sharks guy. Uh, you can see a few pictures there of me doing uh, closings and trying to go to the game. But um, for logistics, um, Sunday would be the best. Tonight would be totally great too. But um, again, it's just all up to um, you know what people's generosity want to be. But again, I, I'm just so floored about the whole thing. Again, I, I just wore it just to be funny for one night and never ever thought it would get this far. So it's been uh, very humbling. But as far as you know. Wearing it past this, I think after uh, after this World Series, after we win, um, I think I'm going to retire the shark suit. Um, so we'll see no! uh, if it comes back. If it comes back, I don't mind wearing it. But um, sports have these kind of funny things where um, you know they, they've got a short cook. If this becomes the theme of our team, then yeah, I'll, I mean I'll keep it uh, and wear it. But I think that this will be just for this postseason. You know, kind of like the rally squirrel or. Um, you know, I, I don't know, maybe it's going to turn into the catfish or the octopus for, uh, you know, Nashville and, uh, uh, Detroit. So we'll see. It's just fun for now. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been incredible. Okay. Matt, I'm on the GoFundMe site. I just want to try to find the page and see how much money we've raised to send you to the Nats game. Do you know what, <laughs> how I could find it specifically? Um, let me go ahead and look. Um, if anything, I can send a link to your producer, uh, if you want, but I think right now, um, the title of it is send the Nats baby shark to the world series. And right now we have, send- Oh my gosh, eight donors, um, that have donated $330, which is amazing. And it's a lot of my coworkers. So thank you guys. Uh, it's just amazing. But yeah, it says send the Nats baby shark to the world series. Um, and I'll try and send the Nats baby shark to the world series. Okay. We're going to, we're going to tweet that out and see if we can get you some help. 800 plus dollars. You said, uh, no, 300 plus dollars has been raised. Okay. So we'll see if we can get that up a little bit. Can you tell us kind of what the atmosphere is like at Nats park? Now you haven't been to a world series game yet, but throughout this run, can you give us a sense of what it feels like, what the atmosphere has been like with this joyous team and its fans getting a taste of this postseason success? Sure, I got time to answer this question. And all my coworkers are like, come on, we got to do some business. <laughs> but um, I, I can only equate it to this. Um, uh, Washington fans are very, very defeated um, and have been defeated for a long time. Um, and going back to the Caps run, uh, it was game six against Tampa Bay where everybody was like, oh, here we go again. We're going to lose. Um, I got tickets um, to that game for under 100 bucks and watched Devontae Smith-Pelly and all these guys just put an amazing performance. And I can't tell you how amazingly loud that um, building was. I call it MCI Center, but of course it's Capital One now, I think. Um, it was electric. That was like the warm-up to what the wild card game was. And then even that NLCS game four. Um, those are the two games I've been to in the post series and, and people are losing their minds. 
I mean, I feel like I'm not going big enough um, with, uh, you know, my excitement level compared to what people are doing. And it's really fun. I mean, this town needs it. Uh, you guys were talking a lot before about the whole China, U.S. thing. Um, there's just a lot of things in this town that divide people. And this team is unifying them. And, I, you know, it's that's probably my favorite thing. I mean, that's what sports is all about. It's about getting away from, you know, reality for a little bit, focusing on a very finite goal, winning or losing, um, and watching players strive towards that goal. So um, the fans get it. They're all in. It's exciting. It's, it's, it's the beauty of sports, really. But um, it's very, very fun. Okay, so as we go, last question is not a question. Let's just go through it. Baby shark, do 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 do. <laughs> then where do we go? We go, Mama Shark. Mommy Shark, come on! Don't Mommy you have any? I have two shark, girls do, that are do, four do, and under. Do, do, do. I have three kids. And then and my seven-year-old loves it. Yeah, and, and then, then Grandpa and Grandma. Wait, what's yeah, Grandpa now? Grandpa's the see, knuckles. You got to get the knuckles. That's Grandma. Excuse me. Then Grandpa's big. <laughs> and then my favorite part is the Let's Go Hunt. You put your arms up and you do the fin. <laughs> Oh, yeah. My daughter. I'll just bring my daughter on next week. She'll take you through it all. It's so cute. But anyway, thank you guys so much for the time. I really, really appreciate it. Let's go Nats. Um, And uh, just thank you for the opportunity to talk about them. But uh, take care, guys. Great show. We know hiring's not easy. We know it's a challenge. That's why you got to do what my guy Dylan did. Cafe El Toro COO Dylan Miskowitz experienced how challenging hiring can be after unsuccessfully searching for a director of coffee for his organic coffee company. But then he switched to ZipRecruiter and saw an immediate difference. And you can too by signing up for free at ZipRecruiter.com enter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. And its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates faster. In fact, after posting his job to ZipRecruiter, Dylan said he was amazed by how quickly great candidates were applying and found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash E-N-T-E-R. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8 to 1030 a.m. Eastern time, exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at radio.com slash home. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t